know, you know what I called that church? The first church of the frigid air. It was the coldest church I'd ever been in. Nobody talked to anybody and nobody, hardly anybody was friendly. For it was soup Sunday and everybody was rushing out of church to go out to the school to eat soup. That, that, was, that was their, later that was their excuse because they've heard me talk about this. And I didn't love them and they didn't, I don't know if they loved me or not, but, and I wasn't particularly loving God in all of this. I do not want to do ministry. So I was, where, where am I headed? I'm headed to Fort Washington. Anybody know where Fort Washington is? It is twice the size of this village, which, which is to say it's not very big. And if you can find Fort Washington, it's right off the turnpike on the north edge of Philadelphia, and they publish books, Christian good Christian books, including Watchman Nee and a bunch of all those other really solid Christian writers. And, and they, in all these different languages, they print them and they send them clear throughout the world. I go, you know, that sounds, see, I was a Christian. I just didn't want to obey God. <laughs> and so, was it when I visited them, I think it was when I visited them, I found out, they go, oh, you're getting married. Oh, yeah, I'm getting married. The date's set. It's in August. <laughs> and they go, oh, you, know, you can't come here then because we don't take people in the first year of marriage. They just learned there were so many problems with people getting married and going to work for them. They, just, they had their fill of it, and they just don't let people do that. I go, now what am I going to do? And everything, all the other things that I had in mind, the whole thing, it all dried up. And here I am looking at this little, stinking little town where the first church of the frigid air is, and then I get a little card in the mail. Her, her name was Nancy. She said, you're, sir, you're, what you preach in your trial sermon, I got, still got it someplace. Who knows where it is? <laughs> yeah, but I think I still have it. Yeah, well, could I? I don't know if, I, if my life depended on it, whether I could find it. Don't you laugh. <laughs> she said, of the last something like five years, she said, I go to church and where is God? Where is God? You know, the, the guy pre previous to me really didn't preach out of the Bible. He preached Reader's Digest stories. And, and something from the jokes of the Reader's Digest, Arizona Highway Magazine. That's what he preached. Well, yeah, he was a retired uh, school superintendent. And, and so he was trying to be nice and fell in. 
he was a good public speaker, but here's this lady who said, you know, so where's God? I go to church, where's God? She said, the little message you gave, and you know, remember, I'm Jonah, and I don't want to be there, and I don't want to say what I'm saying. But she says, that Sunday morning, God was real to me. And I go, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 no. This isn't what I want. But sometimes, to, to, to learn the, the agape of the cross, the cross of Christ, to be a Christian, to be, uh, it's marked on here, and being brethren, it, it's saying, okay, the Lord says to do this, and I don't feel like doing it, and I don't want to do it, but you know what? Maybe God really does want me to do it. And so I, what did I say, three years? I said, I'll try it for three years. <laughs> and God just reeled me in. <laughs> oh, that's right. Only one, I said one year. <laughs> one, one, one year. And then I was praying, like, you know, maybe a second. You know, 25 years later, I'm still saying, Lord, do you want me to be here another year? And he finally says, no, I want you to move to Pennsylvania. And I go, really? They're not going to believe this. I told them, and they all laughed. I said, I, you know, I'm resigning and I'm moving. And they, and they all laughed. They, they, thought, they were sure I was pulling their leg. I go, oh, no. It's, a five, it's 518 miles where I'm going. <laughs> oh. When you obey, and that obedience is anchored in a, the agape of the cross of Jesus, dear friends, you have a friend in the Lord. He calls you a friend. Greater love has no one than this than to lay down one's life for his friends. I count most of those people out there in Ohio as my friends. Most of them. <laughs> there's a few. You know, there's always some. <laughs> the rest of that in the bulletin is uh, uh, another sermon, I guess. There's no way I'm going to get through 1 John. <laughs> hey, quit snowing. Maybe. Hey, maybe I can, I, I can preach a lot. No, no, no. <laughs> let's, let's call it quits. Father in heaven, we thank you, Lord, for this, this day. And Lord, uh, I've had my eye on this day for quite a few months, but Lord, you've had your eye on this day for many, 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 many years. And such as each day of our life. So much so that you say, well, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. Well, Lord, that's a pretty amazing challenge 
But Lord, we are giving our heart to you in the cross of Jesus. And then you say to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. And so, Lord, here I am at home. Uh, I got this fence that's falling down and it fell down on my neighbor's property. And it's going to cost a bunch of money. They were going to work on it this coming Tuesday. Well, that probably won't happen. But I am committed to love that neighbor and to put in a new fence because the fence is on my property. And Father, I pray that you bless Art Runyon, my neighbor, and Lord, that you open up means whereby the gospel of Jesus can flow from me, not just in a, in a new fence, but in other ways, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for doing that to me. Help me to do it to him. And Lord, there's opportunities that all of us have. Who is our neighbor? It's the one that's around us that is really has, has needs. I can identify needs in Art Runyon's life. His wife left him. He, uh, he's challenged in a lot of ways to find purpose and joy. And Father, I just pray that you flood his life with your mercies and that be the love of Christ to him. Father, I pray for him this morning. And we pray for, across the congregation, we pray for a lot of our neighbors today, Lord. Thank you for the cross of Jesus. We don't deserve it, Lord. We just don't deserve it. But you did it. And we stand amazed in the presence of Jesus the Nazarene and wonder how he could love me, a sinner condemned unclean. Thank you, Father. Bless us in this day. Uh, keep us safe from the storm. The Lord, the storm makes swirl around us, but you are our refuge and our safe place. You are our hiding place. And may we ever experience that and never go beyond that, that we find you as our hiding place. Bless us in all these things. Bless this congregation. Help us in the days ahead, Lord. Yeah, we've needed your help, but we need your help now more than ever. And we say that now in Jesus' name, amen.